0: Welcome back to another episode of Down to the Bones, and I'm with my co-hosts,
1: Lisa McGarrett,
0: And we're going to start off with some Q&As. We have two questions from callers, and then we're going into today's topic, which is spiritual allies.
1: We Covered enemies last time, so now it's time for allies.
0: So our first question, I believe is just a clarification.
1: You reference LVRP. What is that?
0: And so the question is, what is the LB as in boy, RP? I speak quickly and have a Long Island accent, so sometimes it's hard to hear. That is the lesser banishing ritual of the pentagram. It is a a ritual that comes from the ceremonial traditions. You'll find it in the Golden Dawn primarily. And all the offshoots and the uh, Thelemic offshoots all use variations of it. And I've even seen it in witchcraft traditions. I've seen Norse versions of it. Mm -hmm. Uh, The essential part of it is both to clean your your aura, so to speak, and to find your astral or surroundings within the elemental plane. Not above. So it is a, I would say, a fairly simple practice. Uh, You can find it on the internet and you can do it. The things I would say about starting on the LBRP is perfection is not necessary. Print it out, read it, stumble around and do it. Get rolling. Yeah, if you do it four or five times, you're good to go. And take your time with it, envision things. It's a great practice. It's a fundamental practice in the ceremonial traditions. But great question. And uh, you know, we never actually clarified that. what the LBRP is. I just kept saying LBRP. Yes,
1: yeah, super good question. I think sometimes we both forget what's common knowledge and what's not.
0: Yeah, and that's not common knowledge unless you're ceremonialist. So right. if you're like in witchcraft or you're in strega, you're a beginner, or you're,
1: right? Yeah,
0: or santeria, you're gonna have no clue what the right. LBRP is unless you're like, oh, I just have a general interest in the occult. So that's a great question. Our next question is from Caitlin. Like, what do you recommend for books to get into this? I have crystals and stones and and I've just really been trying to get on more of my spiritual path and stuff. So if you have any recommendations, Lisa, can you answer this question?
1: I think that the best thing to do if you have an interest in witchcraft, of course, I'm going to say is come stop in my store because we have everything you could possibly uh, Need to get started and lots and lots of beginner books i definitely stock a lot of beginner books on purpose because i think that there aren't that many places to really find them so it's great to come in and browse and speak to whoever's behind the counter i'm behind the counter often and some other great people are here too
0: and i'm strangely always floating around in the store yes, but I you don't could see
1: here. jordan here yeah. he might be sitting on the stairs you Literally, never know like a, like a creeping
0: <laughs> i don't know <laughs> bird or uh, what's gargoyle? So we it's all like good. like having a gargoyle. you here. Nah, yeah. it's yeah. fine.
1: It's all good. And what I would really suggest is that you also look into your own family tree. If you happen to have an Irish background, you may want to learn Irish traditions. Take a look at the folk magic traditions, both during the time of early Christianity and if you can find information maybe just before Christianity, because that will give you an idea of how people really practiced magic. And another great thing is to really kind of reach out into the community and find other practitioners and find out what they do each day. What what makes their life magical and different from someone who doesn't
0: practice? I agree. And when you start on the path, you're going to you're going to step on a few different traditions in the mm-hmm. beginning and feel what's right, and that's perfectly fine. You got to find out what works for you.
1: I think that's the luxury of living in this time, right? We right. have so much information. We can check out a whole bunch of different things and we can mm-hmm pursue something for a little while and then say, hey, you know, I don't think I'm going to stick with this. And there's no shame in that.
0: I mean, when I started in the 90s, we had books, but it was like, there was no, I mean, there was internet, but, you know, there was a Usenet. If you really want to get on the forums and, you know. It was hard
1: to navigate. It
0: was hard to navigate. And, you know, a lot of the books were like your, very simple mediocre. Llewellyn books right. and some were highly suspect mm-hmm. and it was hard, but now it's like you can, you can find a Facebook community for anything, which is also equally hard because there's a lot of BS out there.
1: Absolutely. A lot and of BS. I would suggest to anybody who's getting started, not to go whole hog toward yeah. any one particular teacher. Right. You really need to kind of figure out whether this teacher is, is, you know, a proper person, as we say? Is it someone who has ethics? Is it someone who's really willing to give you solid information?
0: We have um, a saying in Thelema that says, let success be thy proof. Yes. Take a book and start working with it if you like it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if you're like two or three practices in and you're like, this is doing nothing.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Maybe that's not the book. Then
1: move have. on. Right.
0: There's no success. Right. The success shouldn't be maybe. You know, this is something like I, I have conversations with uh, patients in real life that, you know, how are you feeling? Oh, I think I'm better. No, well, that's not a that's concrete not thing. Right. You know, there's days I think I feel better too. And then it hurts again or whatever, right? Right. You set an objective. You set a goal. You gave it an appropriate amount of time. And it didn't change, it didn't work.
1: And I think that's a good guideline with any magical practice too. Your objective, you might get your success in a way that surprises you. Mm -hmm. It may come in a weird sideways way that you weren't anticipating, but did you get your problem solved?
0: All the time to this very day, to this very week, (laughs) there's times where I laugh and I'm like, oh okay that's how this is working out oh I didn't see that yeah
1: maybe I shouldn't say sometimes maybe I should say always it's It's always going to come
0: don't be so naive to think that you know how this is gonna work out because you didn't know how to make it work out before you did whatever you were doing
1: right and the universe will surprise us every damn time
0: yes And, and that's part of the universe in my opinion reminding you that there's way more going on than just you and to get out of your silly little ego although your egos quite important. We all need an ego. Yeah, it isn't about destroying your ego, but sometimes we need to step outside ourselves.
1: And just get some perspective.
0: Perspective is important. So like Lisa said, finding uh, some intro books that may either have a familial relationship yeah, or It's okay. Follow
1: your curiosity.
0: And the other thing I would say is if you really have a zero, zero clue, dream work is great. Before you go to sleep, either... Pray out to a past loved one, a grandmother, whoever, especially if they have any traditional connections, or just put it out there. Hey, I need help. Where should I be going? And it may not show up in a book. You may meet someone. You may find something. You may find a YouTube video that pops up in three weeks. And you're like, holy crap.
1: This is the answer I was looking for.
0: So put it out there. And you might also get it in your dream yeah. So I think those are really great ways. And we also have an episode on starting on the path. But the unfortunate thing is there's no map to your own path.
1: And that's what we're all trying to do. We're all trying to figure out what our personal path is.
0: If I only had a map for mine, <laughs> it would make things so much easier. There's no map. <laughs> there we're creating, no map.
1: we're map making. And that's at what a certain
0: point, you are for the most part, your own <laughs> cartographer. Correct. To the most part, there's still mountains around that are laid by other things. I'll definitely tell you, but so hopefully that's good. And you can always reach out by email or leave additional questions. And we encourage anyone that's listening to leave a message. You can do that. I know that's built into our links or you can also just email us and uh, we will certainly answer it. So I hope that's great. So today's topic, Lisa, spiritual allies. That's right. And I think this is a great segue because Sometimes you need spiritual allies.
1: Absolutely, you need the three D kind. You need friends. You need people who are, are can form a community around you.
0: Spiritual allies can also be humans. They can be. You know, it's someone is just helping you in that that sense. That's cool. So it's not always the magical person on the other ether astral realms right. that's helping you. It's right. you know could be a friend, could right. be could be an animal,
1: could be your spirit. Guides could be an animal helper. Absolutely,
0: yeah. Your your spirit animal, a familiar. Just mine's we say. Kanye, <laughs> but yeah, it could be any of those. So, tell me, Lisa, how do you find your first? You got I, okay? It's me. I've got no no spiritual anything got but no i'm spiritual looking for anything. It. i got nothing i so just if, i'm just looking
1: okay so if you were standing across from me saying i don't know how to connect i would ask you first of all are you how did you grow up what religion did you grow up and do you want to stick with that religion so a lot of my customers happen to be catholic or have grown up catholic so i might ask them you know do do you want to go a little deeper into your religion or do you want to explore something else you can always connect with saints you can always go back to our friend Jesus Christ. You can always call on the Blessed Mother. These are all options, right? Mm-hmm. It's a way to connect with source. If you really want to venture out and explore other traditions, I would really suggest that you reach into that pantheon with your heart open and see who steps forward. And so mm-hmm. it's just kind of a question mark, like, hey, I'm here, knock, knock. I'm, I'm here trying to find out about you. Approach respectfully. You know, let let the universe know you know you're a beginner and see who comes to answer. Now, just because a deity or a spirit shows up doesn't mean you must work with them. Mm. You still have a choice. But see what they have to offer. See what it feels like.
0: Story time. So, <laughs> one, one that I would say is sometimes they step forward and some something step forward. And it doesn't mean you're going to be committed to them for the rest of your life. They're there to push you to that next path or the next step. So you may have uh, a brief liaison with a God or something or spirit or whatever that, you know, reorganizes you, pushes you where you need to be. And then they just kind of, they go MIA. And next thing you know, you find something else. Something new. That's perfectly normal. So don't be like, whoever popped up you know i don't know bridget or aries or whatever someone right. popped up and they were like and you're like that's it i'm a devotee no you're not
1: give it some time give
0: it some time right Give it some time. the other thing is just because you like and this is story time but not a full story just because you have an affinity and you like something doesn't mean they want to work with you and if they don't want to work with you you'll find out so yeah. like if you keep forcing a topic it might not be the right time or the right resonant energy for you or you're just not approaching him correctly me check all the boxes above (laughs) and you'll realize that maybe you need to stop and stop
1: it's a good time to stop (laughs)
0: it's a good time to stop (laughs) don't keep going (laughs) you know i i i've actually suffered few physical injuries from the last encounter so yeah that would be story time
1: yeah, except you didn't tell the story. No, because, you know, the story's too weird. <laughs> you just hinted.
0: Well, I just hinted, pay attention. Attention is always important. Don't force the subject. Don't think you're a brave, macho ceremonious that you can make anything happen. Because you can. <laughs> it just doesn't mean they have to play with you.
1: Correct. Yeah. And I think also it will feel almost like a good friend. It could, be, it could be a challenge, but it should feel like a loving friend. It should not feel terrifying, at least in the beginning. Your first relationship should not be with spirits that terrify you.
0: No, no. If it's Beelzebub, it's probably, well, you know, I guess it I depends would choose on your again. psyche. <laughs> I don't know. That, you know, yeah. But I think, here's a good question. I was I was going to say something about it, but I think I, I'd rather hear you say something about it because I think it's going to be way more eloquent than the way I would say it. What's it like to work with a spiritual ally? Because I think okay. people have weird conceptions like suddenly they're going to start hearing voices. Well, and, I do hear voices, you know, but that's a whole her, different topic. Get Hershey Kisses on their nightstand when they wake right,
1: up. Right, right. Okay, I mean, it could... I prefer could, Reese's Pieces. I, yeah, I'm with you on that. Yeah. I definitely think that it can come with a series of coincidences. So you might start out, you mentioned Bridget and it's so funny mm-hmm. because I was sort of in my mind thinking about connecting with Bridget as I was discussing. And you I didn't know, want to say her fun.
0: name because I was like, oh, right. she's probably thinking of Bridget. Yeah. But
1: <laughs> yeah. And I was, Yeah. so which is fine. And I, I do. I love Bridget. I love her and I have a relationship with her, although I wouldn't say she's my primary spiritual ally, but she is a loving, wonderful source of healing and inspiration. So uh, got to pay respect. Respect is important. In fact, a segue maybe one thing i would say is all the things that your mother taught you about visiting someone else's house still apply don't go empty handed mm. be polite right mm. ask ask in a way that is kind give two or three compliments before you make a request these are good practices no matter who you're talking
0: to and i'd like to say to the empty handedness love energy these type of things are perfectly acceptable gifts. You don't have to go to the store and buy an $80 bouquet of flowers. Right. Sure. Yes. Maybe. Yeah. And there's you know, a time. I've,
1: I've even worked with clients who are kind of broke and they're like, oh, I don't have, I don't even have money for incense. And I would suggest at that point to go to the faucet and pour some cold water.
0: Water. Spirits love water. They're all thirsty. Spirits love water. Right. Right. Just mm.
1: something, because that shows that you understand it's an exchange of energy.
0: Depending on the spirits, I've literally bought like 99 cent bodega pound cakes. Sure, sure. And they seem to like them.
1: Ganesh loves candy. Yeah. He's fond of sweets.
0: I S- mean, so am I. So if you want to put a statue <laughs> to me and feed me sweets.
1: <laughs> that might work, actually. It
0: probably would work.
1: Yes. Especially if was golden, right?
0: Mm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. An yeah. imperial, like robes and a, a laurel wreath. So,
1: you know, remember your manners because that will build the connection. And that's true no matter whether you're talking with the fae, if you're working with, you know, animal spirits, if you have plant allies across the board, remember that this is an energy exchange and you want to be a good citizen.
0: Let's get on the extra weird side. Okay. Because I've had this encounter through other people and, and actually have experienced stuff myself in some ways. What if your spiritual allies seem to be alien?
1: Okay, this does happen. Mm -hmm. It absolutely happens. It's actually sort of common, right? Extremely. And the deeper you go in exploring mythology, uh, no matter which culture you look at, you're going to come to a conclusion where you say to yourself, hmm, if these beings were eight feet tall and had blue skin, were they even of the earth or were they from somewhere else, right? So that becomes an ongoing question as as we move along. For me personally, I'm not trying to connect with the Pleiades. I certainly have nothing against that. It's just not where I want to put my attention. Mm. I'm not looking intently for an alien spirit guide, although there seems to be a lot of that out there right now. If it's my, for me, I resonate with and I enjoy prehistorical mythology. So, you know, pre-Christian history is where I tend to go. So whether that's from the Mediterranean cultures or whether that's from Northern Europe, that's really my home base. I'm not interested for me in connecting with aliens, but I do know people who are.
0: I will say I am like anti-alien. I love any, like, I love X-Files. I love TV Alien shows Alien movies about are it.
1: good. Yeah.
0: You know, within reason, right? But- i i personally am just not into the alien you know ancient aliens i personally think is is literally just made up stuff but a fun with, show but a fun show that's but like show. you know and and hey sometimes you're like oh that's making me think but like yeah you know it's a little weird however through numerous, numerous, deep, deep journeys, I've encountered things that I can only encounter, say the encounter was of alien nature. And my my self would be like, well, I just don't want to work with that. Or no, 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 like this is dumb, 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 dumb. I love
1: that you've just said that because I think that's an important thing to talk about.
0: And I'm trying to say is, you gotta take the stuff that comes yeah, because it just kept happening to me until I finally just said, all right, well, we'll work with this alien paradigm for a little bit. And and now I don't really get the aliens. So I don't know what they were trying to say. I'm still confused, but Don't resist the stuff that the other side gives you.
1: Right. And I think that resistance sometimes will come up right before something really deep and valuable happens. Super,
0: super important. Yeah. And working with spiritual allies, they may show you things because they're your ally. Mm -hmm. They're showing you things that you may not want to look at. Right. Not necessarily my desire not to work with aliens. However, I never want an alien to show up in my room when I'm sleeping at night Same. and then I don't <laughs> want to up on a spaceship being definitely probe. not. No, thank I you. I don't understand why they anally probe. It's I a little have weird no
1: clue. And I don't it's, really want to know.
0: It's a little weird. It's,
1: it's odd. It's weird. Yeah.
0: And crop circles that, I mean, that's pretty, Crop but like, how are do awesome, you the I juxtapos- juxtaposition, juxtaposition between anal probing and 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 I just don't I don't get it. <laughs> I'm not there either. That's why I just don't want the aliens. Let's go back
1: to Bridget. Oh she yeah, she's wonderful. She is wonderful. <laughs> she's wonderful. Yeah. So Bridget. Bridget. So I mean, really, if you have if you have a relationship, in my opinion. It should mostly feel good. Not that you'll never talk about uncomfortable topics. Not that you won't be shown things that make you go, mm, that's, that's something I didn't want to deal with. Because a good teacher will do that to you. And spiritual allies should be good teachers. But in general, the relationship should feel good.
0: I'd like to add, you know, my wisdom. I'd like to add, spiritual ally doesn't mean spiritual slave.
1: Oh, of right? course not.
0: So don't be like, I need a spiritual ally, a spiritual ally, whatever. And I don't know, Odin shows up. And then you're like, Odin, make this bully go away or give me money or what like that'll go well. <laughs> you're definitely not with Odin. But like that's 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 not an ally. That's that's a spiritual slave, right. right? Come desirous or they ain't gonna come and help you. Yes. Come with an open heart, ask for help. Don't be a know it all. It's the same as if you had a best friend and be like, hey, I just need help and I don't know and I'm willing to listen to whatever the hell you tell me and I'm going to pay attention and I'm going to be thankful for it and I'm going to learn to be a better person and a better occultist right. or whatever you are.
1: In yeah. the end, we do have to take responsibility.
0: And that's what they're trying to do. Like, No one is doing anything for you. No. And, and the spirits on the other side, they may assist you. But you're the initiator. Right. There has to be a reason. I mean, I'm sure there's exceptions to this rule, but like, I don't know any occultists that are lazy, can't get anything done in real life and solely use demons or or whatever to get their every whim done. It doesn't work.
1: Right. You can't just conjure
0: up. The most successful demonologists that I know. And will shall rename nameless. You would never know. They look extremely like a successful business person as they are. Mm -hmm. They seem completely normal and they are beyond grimoirists. and they're completely normal. And they don't even have demon chi, which is a whole different topic, but they don't have the flavor of one who works with demons, which you can often tell. And the same goes with people that do angel magic or Mm -hmm. other stuff. The ones that are really doing, you have no Clue. Right.
1: Because out and about in the world, they are themselves.
0: Right. So it's it's not, you sit on your couch eating bonbons and, and like the King Solomon Temple story in the Bible, they built the temple for King Solomon. He controlled 72 demons, right, of the lesser key of the Goetia, right? That's not going to happen. No demon's going to come build you a temple.
1: Definitely not.
0: You know, and you ain't King Solomon. Correct. <laughs> Maybe I am, but... And- you're I don't not. think so. I don't think I am either. I mean, and you're I awesome. don't even want to be.
1: But and yeah, it's margin- marginally <laughs> awesome. But whatever.
0: Yeah. So I think hopefully um, we gave you a little good start yeah. on what it is you have to go seeking. But you have to go seeking on your path. I think we'd love to give you some like spell work. But in this case, at least for me, the spell work has to be of the flavor and the tradition. You got to find it yourself. They're out there trying to help you.
1: A hundred percent. You
0: just got to go and figure out who and what and where. And they will forever. I, I will say last story time. I don't know what day it is because it's still COVID. It's or March maybe, 1st. Yeah. I think I think yesterday was Sunday, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So I hit like peak COVID. I don't think I hit that in a while. And and while it's cooling off here in New York, uh, I don't actually know what the state's doing anymore. But I found myself with absolutely nothing to do. <laughs> and hit a point where I like got crazy. And so I was like, all right, well I I should probably spend some time meditating and and working on some of the work because well, I got nothing else to do and I'm out of shows on Netflix. Right. So I, I started, working through my, my rituals, the LBRP, the Libra Resh, a few other ones, then some matric work that is the Thalamic in origin. And then I found myself walking in circles while doing the matric work, because I was like, well, I need to move, and I'm trying to get to X amount of steps on my watch. This was not <laughs> an occultic practice. And through that, I received some serious spiritual breakthroughs on certain topics that were like, damn, because I just was like, I just did the work and I had no expectations. And they were like, oh, hey, this is what you need to know. Right. Like, and it, I don't really think I'll be bored for a few weeks now.
1: I hear you. And I think that you make a really great point. And that's, you know, sometimes you just need to like get out the door and walk.
0: Right. Walking's great. Walking's
1: great. You yeah. know, I mean, we can, we can get these breakthroughs. Mm. If we are diligent and we do our side, mm. spirit will show up. And spirit will provide answers.
0: You know, another tidbit, I was watching a recent episode, it was a live episode of Aeon Byte, which is uh, one of the oldest running Gnostic podcasts, right? And the person they were interviewing asked the host and co-host what they do for meditation. And, you know, you got all these mixed versions of what they were doing, and one was like, I walk. Yeah. And... And I will say these are educated individuals who have been doing this for a very, very long time. And it was just kind of like, yeah, walk. Yeah. You know.
1: Walking is my daily practice. It's not my only daily practice, but I'm a daily walker too.
0: Walking. You know, meditation isn't sitting in full lotus position, singing kumbaya and breathing (laughs) strange. No. Time and place for it. Right. But don't forget that Eastern meditation and Western meditation are it's the very, same English word, but it's not the same. They're very thing, different practices, right? And both of them can lead to similar changes. And even if you look at brain waves, both will alter brain waves yes. if you do certain ways of focusing on topics and meditating on something to right. ruminate, but not in a brooding sense.
1: Yeah. yeah, I mean, the idea for the average American to get to the space of no mind is God. nearly impossible. And
0: then when you get there. Then it's what? gone again. So <laughs> right. now you got a glimpse and now you're forever chasing. Yeah.
1: And I think there's some value. I totally. I love the idea of getting into that altered state where you're you're really empty and you're receptive, but it's not the only valuable meditation.
0: It isn't. And there's many ways and many paths. So with that, we hope you have a wonderful rest of your day or evening. And until next time.
1: Thank you for joining us again on Down to the
0: Bones.